Welcome to Nonstop Rock Talk. I am your host, Tyson Bryden. Today, I'm very happy to welcome Jen of Diamonds and Whiskey. Jen, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. Um, now, I know this is Rock Talk, and Diamonds and Whiskey has kind of a country vibe. And I'm always, I'm not always about Rock Talk. I'm a country fan, too, which may surprise some of my listeners. Regardless, where would you put Diamonds and Whiskey in that equation? Is it is it a bit of both rock and country? Yeah, it's a, well, I like to say it's a, a good bit of rock and roll, quite a bit, <laughs> and uh, a mix of, of country in there. So, uh, but yeah, we, I guess we play it and people think, yeah, you got country and rock and we fit in both genres very well. So it's kind of hard to tell. Well, I kind of like both. So, I mean, listening to the band, I kind of liked that. And you guys have a fiddle. So I was like, okay, this is cool. Yeah, one of those things that we do is put fiddle or banjo, uh, mandolin over rock songs. And, uh, yeah, it's something a little different than what most people do, especially in the female performances anyway. Yes, I mean, the the only other, a lot of the other artists that I can think of, I mean, I remember John Mellencamp doing that back on, like, Lonesome Jubilee back in the 80s. And I always, I always liked that kind of thing, just adding extra instrumentation. Right. We think it's really cool. And, um, you know, I don't know, people seem to really enjoy it at the show. So we're going to keep on with that. Now, let's begin with a little bit of background of Diamonds and Whiskey. I guess all the pertinent details, um, where are you from, where you started and the other members of the band? Yeah, so I founded this band, um, gosh, I guess it's coming up on about four years ago. And um it started more just as a hobby. I wanted to play some covers and that sort of thing. And then I realized that wasn't going to be enough. And I started writing music and um, recorded that whole first record. Um, the band's changed a lot over time. You know, I've had lots of different players come in and out. And um, we're now that we're actually really getting out on tour and playing, I've, I've been with the same great guys for a while. So, um, so I've got two guitarists and one of which plays banjo and mandolin bass and guitar um so he'll switch off instruments on stage i play piano bass and guitar um and then of course we have a couple of different girls that play fiddle with us that 
usually play mandolin or piano or other instruments. So instrumentation is a big part of our show. Um, and everyone that I play with is just, they're all pros and stellar. So, um, most of everything though is kind of centered around me and, and the story. So I write all the songs and, um, you know, we're on album number two, our sophomore album. Um, so, so yeah, just front the band and then get to play with these amazing players. It's pretty great. That's fantastic. Now, where are you based out of? Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, that's, I'm, I'm a Carolina girl. That's where I'm from. And I've been in Charlotte for years. So Charlotte's where we hail from. I mean, I had to ask because I'm up in, in Toronto. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, you can probably tell my accent, right? Yes, absolutely. I, <laughs> I, I, I like it. <laughs> Should I say A? <laughs> you, you haven't said A yet. I keep waiting on it, but I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> I try not to, to be honest with you. I try as hard I, I as like I can it. not to say it. I like it. Every time I've been to Canada, I come back and I, I've been saying A after everything. So it's really funny. But, you know, you pick up accents where you go a lot of times. <laughs> yes, I always find when I go down to Nashville... I come home and I'm I'm like I'm speaking Canadian, but I'm also have this like Southern thing going on as well, <laughs> which sounds kind that's of funny. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, besides the band, I mean, give me a little bit of your background um, before you formed Diamonds and Whiskey. Uh, what kind of influenced you to start playing music? Possibly other play- bands you played with. Yeah. So. Um I actually, I grew up, you know, on 30 acres. I'm a country girl, um, and I uh, grew up in church. So I started with gospel and hymns, and I started playing piano when I was four um, and singing in church. And I didn't have a TV or radio because uh, my parents are pretty religious, so I didn't have a lot of outside influence until I got older and became rebellious. And, um, Which <laughs> we know, all started. do. Yeah. Exactly. I was I was still a pretty good girl, but music, you know, I really bridged out when I got to college, and that's where I learned about rock and roll and all the things that I've been missing out on <laughs> my whole life. So um, I grew up, you know, getting to hear Dolly Parton and Patsy Cline and some, some of those people, but otherwise I was very sheltered musically. Um, but then I discovered... Um, the Cranberries and Matchbox 20 and, you know, Metallica and Led Zeppelin and just, I mean, I, I fell in love with rock and roll first, I guess, and then went from that into rap and, you know, Eminem and Jay-Z and Nas and all the, all those guys that I just idolized when I was younger. Um, so I had a lot of musical influences from different genres. Um, definitely started with country right into rock and roll and then rap. And I think a lot of that comes out in my music because um, it's kind of all over the board if you listen to our album. Let's talk about the latest single, uh, Backcountry Voodoo. Great song, great mm-hmm. vibe. So tell me what you consider Backcountry Voodoo and possibly about the premise of this song. Um, so backcountry radio. Um, so I went to see Tarot Card Reader when I was in Seattle recording our first record. And it was my first time doing that. And she was really good. I mean, she, I feel like, you know, which whether it's a scam or not, I don't know. But this, this lady was good. She actually told me a lot of things that ended up happening um, in the future. And so, yeah, that's when I started this song. I kind of got the idea for the chorus. And then unfortunately got my heart broke so it became a cheating song Uh-oh. and so so um so yeah i wrote this song about you know getting my heart broke but then what if you could go to this lady or you know 
fortune teller, whatever it be, and, and cast a spell so that you could make this guy fall in love with you like hard, so you could break his heart, you know, to the point where he just doesn't want to live anymore without you. It's actually kind of dark. I um, love it. But, That's awesome. But, yeah, so I wrote this song based on that, and then we went to Nashville and shot the video, and um, that's coming out soon. But it's just a really cool, swampy vibe. We yeah. chose this song as a first single, not because it's the best song on the record, but because it really showcases our sound really well. So it's a good bit of rock and roll, but still has the country vibe um, and the swampy feel. And then, you know, there's organ in it and just all these different sounds. I think uh, Jim Brock played percussion, percussion on this. He's a legend. And there's actually an industrial fan in there, him just like hitting the fan. Like there's so many cool, cool sounds in this song. Um, the production was insane and we spent a lot of time on it. So we were really, really happy to roll out with this one as the first one. And I thought it was really fun, lighthearted, but still dark and, and eerie and creepy. So that's why we went with that one. Cool. Now, this, like you mentioned, this is the first single from the upcoming full-length release entitled Blonde Ambition. Now, first right. off, why Blonde Ambition? <laughs> well, um, obviously, I have blonde hair, but um, not naturally. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, um, I have, like, a dark brownish auburn hair naturally that does not want to be blonde. Trust me, it takes me forever to get there. And growing up, all my, my mom, my most of my family are natural blondes and I wanted to be blonde so bad. And so, um, the song blonde ambition, which is on the record is about me turning 18 and finally dyeing my hair blonde because my parents couldn't tell me no anymore. And, um, it's a really, really fun song, very country, but more than that, it's about being a female and wanting to be whatever I want to be and doing that, you know? And I think, um, if you were to see a show, I'm pretty much a monster on stage. I wear crazy glitter makeup. Like, you know, I don't care if people like it or not. Like, I'm going to be whatever it is I want to be. Love it or hate it, but you won't forget it. That's kind of my motto. So Blonde Ambition really kind of spoke to that feminine, you know, badass, if you will, uh, type of attitude that I have where you're not going to tell me, no, I'm going to do whatever I want. So that's kind of why we went with that. It was fun, but a really cool title. And, um yeah, I thought I thought it was catchy for an album title anyway. It's a good statement. Yeah. No, oh, oh, that's cool. Now, secondly, tell me a bit about the album itself and what can be expected. Oh, gosh, I'm so proud of, of this album. I, I can't even tell you. The production is insane on it. Eddie Z here at the Playroom produced this record, and um, it's got major players on it, Grammy winners. Uh, a lot of people from Nashville came in and played on this in New York. Um, so I'm, I'm really proud of it. But it has everything from full-on rock and roll um, to, you know, bluegrassy country all the way to ragtime. I mean, there is... Wow. Just everything across the board, because I don't like to listen to a record where everything sounds the same. Yeah. So, but it's a journey, just like my first album, Heartbreak Queen, which was very raw. We didn't have a lot of production on that, um, but it told you a story. And this record is very much the same. Every song's a story. They're all songs about my life or something I've experienced or you know, or like backcountry voodoo, something I wish I could do. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, so every song is a story, but that's what you're going to get with this record. It's going to rock really hard at times, and other times it's going to bring you to tears. Um, so uh, it's it's going to be something, I think. I, I'm really excited about the next couple of singles and, and then the full release later this year. Cool. So this one really differs from Heartbreak Queen, then, you would say? <laughs> 
I would say production-wise, yes. And the musicianship on this album is stellar. Um, you know, it's uh, Randy Kors played on it. I mean, he opened for Dolly for years, but was her resonator wow. guitar player. Um, J- Johnny Fung's on it. He's He was just on Gabby Barrett's record, Keith Urban's record. Um, one of the guys mixing is Keith Urban's front of house mixer. Um, Dale Penner is on this. I don't know if you know Dale, but he's in Canada. He did Nickelback first couple records oh, like okay. there's a yeah um right there's a lot a lot of big guys on this uh mark williams who did hootie and the blowfish is that like there's just so many people that um have been part of this this album that are just i, I can't believe people came in and played on it I, w- I was just shocked so um yeah it's it's some stellar musicianship so i'm really proud of that that's cool now i checked out the videos from heartbreak queen a couple of them on youtube now, I loved the video for Hooks. Um, so I was watching it, and but I think it's probably better if you kind of explain it. I, I can try to elaborate on the concept, but I think it would be better if, if you did. Yeah, so funny story about Hooks. Um, when I wrote this song, I was at the chiropractor, and um, my chiropractor, Dr. Steve, um, <laughs> funny guy, I love him to death, but he's like adjusting my back, and then he, I had to roll over, and he was doing something with my neck. And he looks down at me, and, and he loves himself. You know, he's like, I've got hazel-eyed hooks and bombshell good looks. And he's like, now there's your line oh, for a song. Cool. But he was, talk- he was talking about himself because he's so funny. And I wrote the whole song around it. So I came in, and my band, you know, we put it together. But what that song became about was being a, a strong, badass woman, you know. And I, I, this is probably one of our favorite songs, especially when we play people who are singing it back now here in North Carolina. It's awesome. But women love it. And I so wanted females to feel empowered. And that's what this song is about. So if you watch the video, all of those women in the video you know, not that we're not all special because we are, but they've all been through something or are doing yeah. something stellar. Um, and so it tells you what they do, you know, and they're all friends of mine, which is great. Um, and, you know, like uh, my friend Faith is in the Air Force and my friend Lisa, you know, actually her and Faith both own their own wine bar. And that's really awesome. And my that's friend cool. Jean is a cancer survivor and a nurse. And like, so all these women came together and we all just hung out at the wine bar all day and, and shot the video. It was amazing. It's cool. I watch. I I started watching it, and I'm like, the singer looks different because they're lip syncing to what uh-huh. you're saying, what you're singing, right? And I'm like, oh, wait a second. And then I kept watching. And I was like, oh, okay, this is the whole concept of it. And I just thought, I thought that was brilliant. Thank you. I, I it's really simple, but I really just wanted it to be about women from all walks of life. You know, my friend Jean is you know, my closer to my mom's age, but I, she was the best. What's funny is all my friends were messaging me and they were like, Oh my God, Jean's a smoke show, you know? And that's exactly what I wanted. No matter what age you are, what you've been through, you should love yourself. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It was, it was very well done. Now get, getting to the video for hands down as well. Again, another concept type video, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming this one's kind of themed around infidelity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what's funny? I'm going to tell you something about this video that I have never told before. Oh, cool. What's okay. funny about that is that is my actual wedding footage. Um, no And way. that is my, yes, it is my actual wedding footage and my actual husband who 
uh, we're divorcing now, but what's funny is it was foreshadowing. We didn't know at the time, <laughs> but Holy now, wow. yeah, so now it ends up being a true story. And uh, what's funny is it was just, it so happened that I had just gotten married when we were shooting the video and they're like, let's use the wedding footage because it was amazing and went with the story and then ended up not working out. And so now it's like, everybody's like, wow, that kind of like was a thing. So yeah, we were like, okay, well the song and the video worked out, but it's true life right there. That's crazy because you've got the marriage and I'm like, oh, I wonder, and I wouldn't have never thought the footage was real. I just thought, okay, right? I know you guys are acting, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the, the sequence in the bar where he's talking to the other girl. Right, and, and it was funny because I'm I'm looking at the other girl and I'm thinking, well, what is he doing? Like you know, you know, <laughs> it, it makes you mad, and you're like, okay, well, you know what? I don't know if you know how sometimes people, you know, they they do that kind of thing, and you're like, well, why is he why is he doing that when she's actually you know, uh, maybe prettier or whatever, you know what oh, I mean? And right. you're like, oh, geez, that, yeah, but that happens all the time, right? So it's, it's, right. it's kind it's of a... something different, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and then picking up the, the guy who's on the side of the road and puts his guitar mm-hmm. in the in the truck and... Right. It was Which perfect. my old guitarist. Yeah, it was... Um, it, but that, you know, things like that hurt in life and I think, you know, cheating songs obviously are very relatable. Yeah. Um, and I was, I wrote that song in about two minutes and I wrote it obviously before that ever happened. And another little tidbit about that is I did not write that as a cheating song. It was actually written about, um, someone in my family that I'm very close to that had disowned me, if you will. And so I, the song, you know, started, oops, sorry about that. I gotta be, um, the song started as something much different and yeah. became that and then ended up happening to me later. So, you know, um, but that song won single of the year at the Carolina Country Music Awards. It's one of our favorites, you know, that people, people love that song. It's a lot of fun and, um, I'm pretty proud of it. So the video worked out and, and it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. It's very great. It's very good. So in, in terms of touring, um, do you have, do you have anything on the slate for this year in terms of getting out and doing shows or whatever and whatnot? <laughs> Yeah, our summer is booked out all the way into October so far. Um, we're gone pretty much all the time. Um, we're at Carolina Country Music Fest with Eric Church, Luke Combs, Darius Rucker in a couple weeks, um, and tons of big names. Um, and then after that, we head out west, and I think we've got a lot of state fairs and everything all summer. We're everywhere from Colorado up to Wyoming, over to Wisconsin, Kansas, Iowa, um, I don't know. We're everywhere, it feels like. So um, everything's on our website now, and we can't get uh, wait to get out and, you know, pound these songs in the people's faces, basically. Great. Um, now, were all the state fairs canceled last year? All but South Dakota, which remained open, and we did get to play one last year, and, we, and it was amazing because in the middle of the pandemic, uh, you know, I don't get into politics on things, but South Dakota remained open and they did quite well. And um, we went there and thousands of people, no masks. They did socially distance, but there were no masks because it was outside. And uh, it was amazing because it had been so depressing for everyone's face to be basically covered and like not be able to play. To get to go to one place and play one gig last year was refreshing and um, really helped our, our Moral status, anyway, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, th- that was the only one we got to play, though. But this year, they're going forward, and we're going to get to see a lot of faces. I love it. We are still up here in nothing. 
which is so depressing. It is, and and I can't get across the border to go down to the states to to watch music, or I would, but hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, in the next couple of months things get better. We're getting, uh, we're slowly getting so. vaccinated. <laughs> That's what? good. Yeah. Well, um, the previous administration here had done a lot with their warp speed, and so we were the vaccines rolled out really fast here, and um, and they're still going fast. Thank goodness. So. Yeah. It's so hard as a Canadian because we get all the American news. <laughs> so we're like we're well, watching it. You get what it, it depends on what what channel you're watching us or what thing you get. Well, usually, <laughs> well, it's not. I don't watch CNN or anything, you know, like too much like that. But you know, even on Facebook, you'll see, you know, so I have so many American friends, and oh, so and so is it. Here's our here's all our tour dates, and right. you're like, oh right. man, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh I know. I, I talk to a lot of my friends like in Norway and you know, our music's playing in a lot of different countries, Norway in particular charting in New Zealand, Australia and you know, a lot of places still waiting to open up to have shows and here we are, you know, Nashville's wide open and like, you know, people are just out doing their thing and, and everybody's like, Oh, you're so lucky and it makes me feel so bad, um, for other countries. Um, but then also so happy just to be able to get out and play, but I'm I'm sure everything will will get back to normal hopefully soon. Well, I mean, it makes me happy to see that your government that they actually were on top of it to get the people vaccinated, right? And that's why you're in the state you are. So that's right. that's kind of I mean, up here it was a huge issue because we couldn't get the vaccination for the longest time. Right. Yeah, and and we did it by age group. Um, you know, so I'm, I mean, you know, some, some of us still are not vaccinated. You know, a lot of us already had COVID or if you're in an right. age group where you have the antibodies, you know, like me, for example, you know, it's one, one thing you know, when you've had it, but it didn't really affect you, but you're still carrying the antibodies, which is great. There are a lot of us like that as well. Um, but I think over, well, at least it seems like half our country has about been vaccinated. So, and that's a lot of people. <laughs> that's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So before I let you go. Uh, let's let people know where they can find all things related to Diamonds and Whiskey. Yeah, so diamondsandwhiskeyband.com, that's our website, and um, Diamonds and Whiskey spelled out on Facebook, Diamonds and Whiskey Official on Instagram, Diamonds Whiskey on Twitter. They won't let us have the and. I don't know why, but I'm not oh. a Twitter fan, just so you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, we just started a TikTok, like literally just started it. So um, I'm, I'm still learning that one. But yeah, basically anywhere you look, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, uh, you can tell Alexa to play our music. She'll play it. Um, so, so yeah, just Diamonds and Whiskey, two of our favorite things. Perfect. Yes, exactly. Well, Jen, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed this. I did too. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing the album. And you said later later this year it'll be out? Yeah, we're going to do a couple more singles first and then drop the whole record. So, um, yeah, we'll definitely be letting you know. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you, hon. Okay, bye-bye. my eyes like a storm baby I pass through the night I wreak havoc then I'm gone by morning light oh I'm danger 
I'm dangerous. 